0: Welcome to another Dark Road Travels presentation of Accordance of the Dragon. My name is Brian and I will be your dungeon master.
1: Hi, this is Rick. I'm playing Athenon Rothgon, a Paladin, Oath of the Ancient.
0: This is Chris, I play Kragoran, Cleric, Disciple, Human.
2: This is Gabe. I play Lesser Lightfingers, the Halfling Rogue. This is Zach, I'm
3: playing kintech alebeard, a
4: fighter, a bruiser, and a mountain dwarf. This is Joseph, I'm playing Eldrin Morgion, a high elf wizard.
0: In case you missed the announcement at the end of last episode, and are confused by the names of the characters who are not Eldrin, I will explain. We're taking a step back into the past, as I was wrapping up the end of Elias' backstory and getting pretty close to where he meets Eldrin, I thought it would be fun to show rather than tell in our first origin story. It was also an opportunity to get a little deeper into Eldrin's past, expand on some of his memories, introduce some new characters, and add a little flavor to the world. We hope you enjoy this trip down memory lane, and we will be back to our present timeline in our next episode. Again, thank you for listening. We are going to start back in Orgelin at the Diebra School for Wizards, Warriors, and other adventuring types, financially available. And Eldrin, you are, it's the morning after your, your final exam, uh, you and your team, well, you passed. Uh, the rest of your team uh, decided that for whatever reason, the adventuring life was not for them. So they've all quit and left the school, but you have technically graduated. So you're not exactly sure what is going to be your future. Um, But you've woken up and you've dressed and everything.
4: It's breakfast time. What are you going to do? I'm going to go down and uh, grab a bite to eat. Feeling pretty good. I passed my exam. All right. So you head down. You enter the dining hall, and as usual, it is
0: packed. There's still all these other classes. Some have been here a little bit longer than others. There's a few fresh faces. Uh, You notice that there's one particularly uh, salty looking group sitting over in a corner. There's, uh, looks like a couple half elves, a couple half orcs, a halfling. They're just kind of. Uh, talking to themselves, not paying anybody any attention. Um, You kind of scan around and the table that you normally sit at, um, you would think would be empty, but there are several people. There few, four other people currently sitting there, and that's really the only place uh, left uh, that's open.
4: Well, luckily, Eldrin is a creature of habit, so I'm going to walk over and take a seat at my normal table. All right, so you take a seat at normal
0: table, and actually there's, I misspoke them. there's actually six people sitting there, but you're able to squeeze in. So, Athene, uh, uh, you and uh, Elias and Aurora, uh, Elias Oak Tree and Aurora Norwood, uh, you you all uh, rolled into town with Aurora's uh, grandfather, Malin Norwood, um, late uh, last evening, you had just, uh, you had, you and Aurora and Malin had picked Elias up in Cormier, uh, and you had just gotten to the, the town of Phil, You got horses and you sped straight here. And when you arrived, Lester and Kentek were already here, kind of waiting for you. And you have been sitting down here having breakfast, just kind of you know, discussing your, your travels and, and whatnot. And you notice, from kind of out of nowhere, this elf sits down next to you.
4: Excuse me? Who are you? Eldrin Morgion. Pleased to make your
1: company. Do you just barge into people's conversations and have a seat at their table? Alright, listen here, buddy. First of all, I've been
4: sitting here for at least a couple months.
1: I'm sorry that you were late getting to your table, but it was open and we were sitting here.
4: Look, I don't know how long you've been here. I've been sitting here at this table as long as I can remember. Yeah, and? You weren't there's, here today. There's room for me. It's not even a big deal.
1: <sighs> I just turned back over to Aurora and continued the conversation, but keeping an eye on this elf. Did he stink?
0: Did you take a shower? Oh, yeah. Aurora just kind of nods. Says, um, my name is Aurora Norwood. Pleased to meet you. Uh, forgive
4: my my friend here. He's he's a little uh, protective. Pleased to meet you. At least someone is some present day. <sighs> and Elias oh, himself as well.
1: You've been sitting here every day, but today you were late getting here, what makes you so late?
4: You know, I was up pretty late, kind of celebrating, you know, I just graduated, a new graduate of the academy. Did you fall off the chair? Damn dude, really? Listen, you know, it was a long night, I just graduated, all my buddies that I just spent all this time with, going through the school, they spend all this time and they decide, you know what, adventuring's not for us. And they leave. So, you know, kind of a long night, kind of bittersweet. But what about you? What, what's your story, guys? Uh, Aurora guy kind of looks at you and well, that's kind
0: of a burning question. My grandfather brought us here, so we're not exactly sure what the story is. And as she says that, uh, you see an older, a much older looking elf kind of walk in. You know, long flowing robes, uh, full goatee on his face. He's kind of stroking it as he walks up. And he kind of like looks at the, the table. And it's like, come with me. We time to talk to Diabris. And he kind of stands kind of back and does the thing with like his hand to say, all right, let's go. And Craig, are in your two, then I'm sorry I forgot to mention that before. Yeah, see, I'm more forgotten. You were meditating at the end of the table.
1: Oh. Um, Oh. That's not how you do it. We're not getting (laughs) high.
4: All right, well, I'll take this as an invitation to follow along.
1: Are you speechless for once? I was going to ask what skills he brought, but his granddad wants us to go. We need to get moving.
0: And as as you get up, Eldrin, Malon just kind of gives you a, have a, look, a little bit of look up and down, and it's like just kind of walks and starts feeding you guys um, up into the tower. So you go up. You, he takes you upstairs, and and leads you into a part that you've never been to before. And you keep going up, and finally you get to the the door, sort of the top of the tower, and kind of steals himself for a second. He opens the door and, and walks in, gesturing for you guys to walk in. Yes, everybody's at the table. I'm sorry.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Like, I got confused.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, my bad. So
0: just to recap, uh, Athene, Aurora, and Eldrin, or not Eldrin, Athene, Aurora, and Elias, they came in late night with Malon. Everybody else was already here.
2: Ah, okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, my
2: bad. That's okay. You're good. I'm
0: sorry. For not writing all this stuff down. You're
2: good.
0: So you you go up and and you're in this room and there's some there there's like kind of an array of chairs sat there's like one for everybody except presumably Aldrin but there's another chair that's kind of off to the side that you can drag over and then this this room that you're in it's kind of like a, a two story room and the stories are kind of tall. And around the wall, it looks like there's a ramp, as opposed to, like, stairs. Um, you see some kind of stairs, like, going up the other side. But on the other side, it's just kind of this long, uh, kind of windy ramp that leads from the top down. And uh, you're kind of sitting there, you know, waiting for a little bit. And, you know, there's, like, books, you know, strewn everywhere. It's just... uh you know, just kind of a little bit of organized chaos. You can tell this is definitely a wizard's tower. And after a while, you see an uh, old, grizzled figure emerge from the second floor. And he kind of, like, almost, you think, kind of floats over to the the railing because it doesn't look like he's necessarily walking. And kind of the most notable thing besides his kind of uh, dingy... Sprinkly kind of robes that he's wearing. Definitely a very old, old man. He's wearing spectacles that are darkly tinted. And he kind of turns and kind of looks like floats forward and starts going down the ramp. And you kind of hear like a, a scraping sound is not the word, but kind of like rolling sound almost. And eventually you realize that he's not, in fact, floating. But he's got wheels on his shoes, and he's rolling down this ramp towards you.
5: I already
0: yeah, so like this. So he kind of he start, comes. He's coming down, and he's picking up speed as as he gets closer and closer to the bottom, and he kind of does does a little like wobble at the end, like oh, he's about right to to biff it. But then at the very bottom he kind of straightens out and kind of does some spins to reduce his momentum and then rolls over to his desk and promptly sits down. Um kind of looks a little bit dizzy from the spinning. He's like, uh, what what what's all this then? And <clears throat> Malin kind of shakes his head a little bit. Um Knowing this, this man very well, as this is from what I've, Athene and, and Elias and uh, have been told. Gavris was Malin Norwood's mentor way back in the day, and he's like, Gavris, uh, these are the the people that I've I told you about, the descendants of the Knights of the Matrix that I was a part of. My granddaughter Aurora. Elias here, who was the uh, great 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 grandson of Ariano Tree, um, Lester, who's the uh, descendant of Lessie Lightfingers, uh, Kentek, descendant of Dortek Alebeard, um Athene from the from the loins of uh, Athec Rothgan, and Craigren, who was you know born out of the Gregorin line. Because um, they have really a really unimaginative family naming system, <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of looks at Eldrin for a moment, and he's like trying to eye you up, and he's like he, he senses something about you that's familiar, but he can't quite place it. Um, and he, he kind of gives the like, <laughs> like he's go he'll come back to that in a moment. And then he recounts his his tale of how the Knights of the Matrix last adventure was they went into the Anarok Desert and um, they were trying to get to Waterdeep when there was a, a dragon that uh, had approached through the air um, and basically drove them into a cave and From there, they kind of tumbled into this cavern system, and the the dragon kept yelling or roaring about smelling the blood and something about things that must not be opened or that which shall not be opened. None of us understood. You know, there was no no one was bleeding. There was no blood. So you know, I. You know, there's got to be something about this, and I was lost in the darkness for, for what felt like an eternity until I was suddenly not there, and I don't know if what happened to the rest of the group, if we died and somehow I was brought back, or, you know, what really happened, but... There is a sense upon my return that there is a great danger coming, and that this uh, incident is somehow tied to it and <laughs> excuse me, so uh Deavis coughs a little bit
5: <laughs> and he' <just> kinda like
0: <laughs> nice recovery a, yeah, I know, and he has sort of a pondering look on his face, and he looks at the rest of you. Uh, Do any of you have anything to say about this?
1: Is this bringing an evil upon the world? Is that what you just said? That's what it felt like to me. Well, this must be put a stop to immediately. We have no time to discuss. We must move forward.
2: Does this mean we'll fight the dragon? Because, uh, I've never fought a dragon. Well? Lester, you don't fight much anyway, so... I mean, that's true, but uh, look at me. I don't fight dragons, alright? <laughs> well, we might be fighting a dragon. Or well. maybe even
1: cooler, one with five or six heads. Wouldn't that be awesome?
5: Mm.
0: He
1: just eats a lot of
0: pie and did those little boys. Oh, just kidding. I know. <laughs> <that's okay>.
5: <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa, the is bro.
3: I know killing a dragon will give me those lady dwarves. <laughs> I'll be there to
1: help. So, yeah, like you were last guy time. To...
0: Hey, now. I'm trying my best.
1: Yeah, I so, heard of this guy that came through here that was a pretty awesome clerk one day through this school not too long ago. Keeps all of his friends up and alive. What was his <laughs> name? Something Leapheart, I think, is what it was.
3: Never heard of him.
1: What a loser.
0: He may have been one of those guys sitting in the corner, but that's besides. So um... So Diabros kind of ponders for a moment. It's like,
5: oh, I think
0: I had a book on history dragon something around here. Uh, where is it? God damn it!
1: No, nobody who messed up
0: my desk, motherfuckers. It
1: hey, was that guy sitting over in the corner. As I point to Eldrin,
0: eh, what? Fuck off! And yeah, he starts like rummaging around the papers under his desk, which, obviously, there could be no book.
5: It's like, well... uh." Hmm.
4: Uh, uh, Apologies, I must have... uh, Perhaps I borrowed the book? I uh, have taken an interest in dragon anatomy. What? No. Who are you? Eldrin Morgion. At your service, sir. Shut up. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
4: oh my god! He goes,
5: he goes,
0: what kind of banging around his desk? He's looking at things like,
5: oh,
1: hold on,
0: and he stands up, kind of rolls over to the, the top of the or the bottom of the ramp, and kind of like takes his, his staff that he he has, and he kind of taps the, the, his, his shoes and his He, like, wheels up the ramp and back into the other room that he came from. And you hear him banging around in there, throwing things around, muttering obscenities. Um, And eventually, he comes back down. It's like, "Hmm. I think the book has been stolen. Sons of bitches. You open up a school and you get no respect. Um. Well, there's only one thing you guys can do. Uh, the only other place I know that I had a copy of this book is Candlekeep. So, might as well go there.
2: Now, this Candlekeep, do we got to steal the book? I mean, I'm, I'm all about what? it, but I just need to know. What? Steal? What? Fuck off! No! Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, Going. No, no, no. Wrong vibe? All right, cool. Cool. Gee. Come on, Lester. Oh, Put your hands oh, in your pockets. Keep them there, time. please.
1: Talking about Ooh. stealing something.
0: Who the fuck did they let into this school?
1: God. Apparently, they let anybody in, it looks like. I mean, I'm sorry. But we will take care of this, and we will be off. May the light be with you. And uh, he goes,
0: oh, hold, hold on a second. And he, like, Goes in like another uh, drawer and he bangs around and pulls out a book and he tosses it to you. Uh, The admission to Candlekeep is a book of rare knowledge. Um, You can use this one. I've already read it and it's kind of boring.
1: A book of what? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch it. It's just a a rare book of knowledge. Oh, okay.
0: No, you can't read
1: this. The. Do you look at the book? Yeah, I will look at the book. The book. Did give it to me? Who did he give it to? Me? He, he give it to me? I guess that's what I should ask. Uh, he. Since you were talking, he threw it to you. Okay.
0: And he, the 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 title is, the secrets of Salune and the disciples who have displeased her. Wow! Nice book. You you, you page. Through it a little bit, and then you see the, like the first stories about someone like it's the script is kind of hard to read, but it's like Farnsworth or, or or something, um, like some really long obnoxious name. Fucker. You when you look at the his full name, you you may think that his initials may spell something like that, but. No. Oh. But it's okay. it's it's super hard to read and so I' just yeah, just give that to them and they'll let you fuck around in their library. <laughs> <laughs> now get the fuck out of my study. God damn it.
1: I like this guy. He's cool. We'll see you again, buddy. Lester, put your hands in your pocket, please. Alright, hands up, hands up. No, in your pocket, not up. And uh your pocket, nobody it, else's.
0: And and before you leave, he he looks at Eldrin again. Who are you again, Hey, Bud? Why are you here? And Melon kind of looks at you, and it's like you could be the descendant of and Karis. He wasn't in our group at the time, but for a while we had an elf in our group called named Karis Moonleaf
4: would you happen to be descended from him possibly that name does sound familiar i i seem to remember my father telling tales of a man with a name similar to that oh that could be oh one last thing before you
0: leave moonleaf or whatever the hell your name is and he he goes back to his desk and he takes one. He has a parchment. It looks like you know, a scroll, of some kind. And he kind of waves his hand over it, um, and then he takes another blank piece of paper and he waves his hand over that and it looks like, you know, it kind of shines and shimmers and stuff. And then he does it again to a, a second a blank sheet of paper, and he gives it to you. It's like, well. If you get in desperate situation, the scroll will bring you back here.
4: And he gives you a a scroll, and, and he you gives know, the other one. Kind I begrudgingly take it and stuff it in into my robes. This guy's kind of an asshole, but you know he's like the head of the school, so he's just really old and crotchety. Um, <laughs>
0: And as you guys are leaving, he's like, Malin, oh, 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 word, I have another mission for you. Uh, the rest of you, be gone. So as you leave, Malin closes the door behind, and he stays with the with so you guys are basically being told you are on your own.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. Um, and I guess we have a new party member, it looks like. I don't know about him. Yeah. I mean, he so... He's some descendant, dude. I mean, what the hell? Is he another one of the Elias guys? Uh, shit, you know what? I found that one. hard That was that guy in here. Jesus.
0: Hey, Elias. What are you talking about? I saved your ass in the woods.
1: Yeah, laying on the ground. Knocked out. He saved our asses. Yep, that, he sure did. Okay.
0: That yeah, was a distraction. Destruction my ass. Hey, Jack, we had it
1: under control, didn't we? Agree to
0: disagree. Come on, guys. I'm sure this guy's not bad. He's one of us. Well, I guess we'll find out when we get in our first fight with him, huh?
4: See if he uh, runs or something. I'll have you know I'm quite capable.
1: I don't trust this I'm guy. I sure hell hope he's not afraid of anything, you know? I've seen some of these guys afraid of their own <laughs> shadow.
3: He's probably going to be extra crispy after that dragon fight. Yep. <laughs>
4: extra crispy. I'll show you a taste of my burning hands.
3: I'm going to need some 11 herbs and spices for them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming.
0: So as you're kind of descending the stairs, uh, an attendant um, comes up and says that a a teleportation uh, circle has been established that can take you to candle keep as we've been told that time is of the essence that you must get there as soon as possible
4: oh, they're really rolling out the red carpet for us
0: and he says like follow me and he leads you down um, into a chamber another one you haven't seen before um, and there's like a, a circle uh, painted under the, the floor with some uh, Uh, arcane symbols in and around it. And it's it's okay. Uh, Just stand in the circle and we will send you to Kanokeep.
1: Do you have any potions we can purchase before we leave? Because our last few bites fights with our illustrious healer has not gone as well as they should have. He's a little slow on pulling the trigger.
2: Yeah, man, I'd rather not die, so... Oh. I, got lot, I got a lot of stuff to steal. Um,
5: says, sure, here's five.
2: There's five in the party sheet already.
0: Everybody take <laughs> their
5: one.
2: Also, this, uh, this circle, it works, right? i never seen this before.
4: Of course it works.
2: I mean, have you seen it? Have you done it? I don't want to come
4: back half of me. The side effects from teleportation or portal travel, as some call it, they're fairly minor. Most of the
2: time. I mean, if you look at me, I'm also minor, so that could be major. (laughs)
0: Lester, you'll be fine.
1: Just step in the circle. I grab Lester and jerk him in the circle with me.
0: Don't be jerking him. He might get excited.
5: I
1: thought he did
0: the jerking.
2: (laughs) Yo, Uh I don't swing that way, but if you pay enough, I might. Let's go, boys. All
0: right, so y'all get in the circle? Yes, but we're not holding hands. All right. So you get in the circle. I I, I, I say a small prayer to Eldath. (laughs) The dude pulls out a wand gives it a flick and oof! you guys are are suddenly um, in the entryway to the great library known as candle. So for the listeners at home. Holy crap. <laughs> what we are um, running there's a, an adventure that I found called Confrontation at Candle Cape. Um, originally it was designed to be like, nine or ten different groups all kind of playing at the same time. But I'm modifying it for, for this encounter or adventure because, well, it's the best map of Candlekeep I could find. It <laughs> works. So you arrive at Candlekeep, and as you step through the gates, uh, you're greeted by one of the wonders of Faerun, a sight few in the world will ever see, the great library fortress of Candlekeep. A balding, brown-robed monk hustles towards your group, leading uh, an acolyte or two. Welcome, my friends, to Candlekeep. I am First Reader Quinlap, one of the leaders here at Candlekeep. Uh, this acolyte will be here showing you and assisting showing you around and assisting you during your stay. Please let us know if you have any questions uh, while you are here. For now, he will lead you to the House of Rest, where you can store your gear before exploring the library. So there's a, a younger uh, acolyte approaches your group. Hello, travelers. My name is Brumlin. I will be assisting you during your stay. Are you already acquainted with one another?
2: Like our friends? Yeah, man, we're all friends.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know each other. Yeah,
1: uh, really we have a new guy here. We have a new guy. Uh,
2: what I mean, brings we, we travel you? through time and space. I mean, we cool.
1: Travel through time and space?
2: I don't know, man. This magic stuff is cool. It's whatever.
3: Uh, what? Can't the, you're like a stoner or you're like a tap.
2: <laughs> maybe both i'm figuring that out i'm figuring that out <laughs> i'm feeling uh, what, it i'm feeling it
1: what brings you to
2: here i give him the book
1: oh we were going like to gain access please oh wonderful wonderful um so he says
0: uh, follow me and the escalate escorts you across the courtyard To the House of Rest. The uh, enormity of Candlekeep is overwhelming. Hundreds of stone towers stretch towards the cloud sky. Dozens of monks bustle about, carrying large tomes between the towers. At the House of Rest, um, the acolyte departs, and you get a friendly greeting from the master of the house, a portly fellow named Winthrop. You look weary from your travels, he says. "Uh, Drop your things and join me for a drink. I'm always eager to hear of news from beyond the walls. So, uh, you know, they, they show you two rooms where you can um, drop any miscellaneous stuff that you don't feel like you need to to carry around. Um, and he kind of, as he's taking you through the and he kind of points out, you know, all the amenities, you know, it's like, okay, here's a kit dining room, you know, latrines are up or on the back, to the left, baths, or outside as well. And he says, "You know, this is one of the cleanest inns you'll ever find. It's the uh, cleanest at Elven Arse, if you ask me." So yeah, so he settles you in. Um, you, you all have your own rooms, and then you all kind of congregate back into the kind of dining hall. He says, "Ah, sit down, have a drink." And he starts pouring uh, mugs of ale for everybody.
2: Ooh. Don't what's mind the, if I do. What's the vintage? Certainly won't
4: say no to a good ale.
0: So you're you drinking? And he's like, "Ah, oh, what uh, what brings you to our fair library?"
1: Oh, there's a book that we we would like to read through and look at. Ah, yeah, we we've, we've got
0: lots of books here. I'm no shortage of those. Yeah. Specific uh, topic that you're looking to research, if you don't mind my asking.
2: Looking for a book on dragons, you got me.
1: Yeah, the, the yeah, the accords and history of dragons, something like that, along those lines. I don't remember exactly. Hmm. I apologize.
0: Yeah, we we probably uh, we probably have something along those lines here. Well, good. Uh, good luck with your studies. Uh, if you need anything while you're here, i would be happy to help. Uh, again, my name is Winthrop. And uh,
1: okay, know. so Winthrop, uh, appreciate it. May the light of Eldath shine upon you. Stay cool.
0: So you kind
1: of hanging out. Um,
0: what's your first uh, sort order of business? It's probably getting you know
1: towards evening. I don't know, guys. What do you think? What should we do? Should we? Entire to the, do we, did we give, he gave us rooms, right? Yep, you all have rooms.
3: I could go for a couple more, more ales and,
1: uh, hit the sack early. Kintek, you never hit the X or, that sack early, dude. Was that, you, was that what Eldrin talked? Is that the new boy talking? No. It was me. No,
3: it is I. Okay. <laughs> it is I, Kintek.
1: Oh, Kent oh, I'm sorry, you're so far down there, you know, you and. and And, uh, Lester, just, you know, this hype thing is killing me. Hmm. All right. But the light shines on you all just as well, so we're happy with that.
2: That's all good. I'm going to remember all of this during the dragon fight. Less than me to see. That's what she said, right? Not tonight. Now, excuse me, gentlemen. I'm going to take a stroll.
0: Um, Should someone go with him?
2: Sure, go with him.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll go with Lester.
1: Okay, you go take care of Lester. I will sit here with Kentek and have a few more L's, and then I think I'll be retiring. Uh, Mr. Eldrin, would you... Um, like to give us any information and background on yourself, and why do they think that you were some descendant? What is that about? You know,
4: it's uh, funny you mention that. Father when I was very young, regaled me with all these stories, this great ancestor that I had. You know, I didn't pay it much attention. We did have this great collection of magical artifacts that he brought back on his travels, so, you know. What kind of artifacts? Well, you know, just various enchanted gemstones that sort of thing. Trinkets and baubles that he'd bring back on his travels. I never met the man, obviously. He lived ages ago, even for an elf. But, uh, you know, that's that's really one of the reasons why I'm here. Several, several years ago, my uh, father's homestead was attacked. This entire collection had been stolen by a group of drow. Uh. Yeah, exactly. But uh, they took these artifacts and killed my father. Mm. So I ended up here. I figure if I keep doing good in this world, keep adventuring, maybe one of these days, find these guys that stole all these great artifacts from this ancestor.
1: Mm. That's kind of noble. Maybe I was a little uh, premature to judge you.
4: Well, you know, I can be a little a uh, little rude in the mornings. I'm, I'm not much of a morning elf, you know? Okay.
0: So, would you say it was a premature evaluation?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Zing, waka waka.
1: Interesting. Maybe faith in the light of Eldath has brought us together for a reason. I can only hope. I feel there's a reason for this.
5: Hopefully it's a good one.
1: You're not here, shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> damn, son, damn. <laughs>
4: right. Just off in the distance.
0: Lester and Craigren. Yes. What are you uh what are you doing? Where are you walking? Lester, where are we where going? What are you looking for? Well, I'm guessing he wants to pick up chicks. Does it smell good down there?
2: No. Down, down where? His oh, toys? sorry. I was, I was oh, there he is.
5: Down.
2: I was writing something down. My bad. Um, I was gonna take a stroll around the library and maybe look at maybe some valuables that might be around to scope out later. Yes,
0: yeah, the reason why I'm following you too, just for that reason
2: just looking around before I make it to my room.
0: All right, so you you start kind of walking out into the courtyard, and there's monks kind of almost everywhere. Um, They're, you know, taking... They're still bringing uh, books from place to place, and it's starting to dwindle a little bit um, as the the day... uh, is darkening, and you do eventually see that kind of they're stopping and they're starting to lock up the different library towers. And they kind of are looking at. Occasionally, they'll look at you as like you know, what
2: exactly are you doing? I just wave, keep walking, as confident mm-hmm. as can be. So basically, just casing the joint. You're pretty much. <laughs> I, 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 like a, I like to have like to have a good feel for where I am. Um, I never want to be caught in a a bad situation. Okay. So, well, some
0: key areas that that you you notice is in like the the south, uh, west. There's like one big tower, and then there's another tower that's kind of uh, broken down, kind of leans into it, and then in the very corner of that same area, there's like another um, tower that looked like it had some activity, and then in the southeast corner, um, there's one big tower, and it's surrounded by a bunch of smaller ones, and then up, um, to, more to the the northern side. Uh, and it's just the orientation on the the map, not what's listed in the corner there. Um, and there's like different like doors that are blocked off, and kind of looks more kind of blockish. You can't really tell too much what's going on back there. Okay, it's kind of yeah. the the lay of the land. Cool your the house of rest is kind of down in the corner by by the the one big tower surrounded by all the little kind Okay, of da- the house of rest is kind of down in there
2: and that's uh i guess that's all i really really wanted to accomplish tonight for tomorrow and i didn't see anything that would like be worth my time no i mean there's nothing really out in the open I mean, okay. Other than you know
0: all the different books that are being carried from one library to another.
2: Oh, I'm, not, I'm definitely not interested in that at all. Whatsoever. But, um, but yeah. yeah they're okay. not
0: like, carrying around flaming swords or anything like that. <laughs>
2: that that would be something I'd be very interested in. However, no, I'll just head back to wherever we'd be staying.
0: Alright, so you head back and um, is everyone else still in the the dining hall, or have you gone up to bed?
4: I'm gonna head head to my
0: Elias and Aurora, they they both ha- head up, and when they get to their their rooms, they kind of give each other a little bit of a glance, and before they they separate and go into their their rooms.
2: Ha, 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 ha. Summer loving the
0: plans. if the ends are rocking don't come and knocking uh, so what about the rest of you
2: yeah,
5: probably. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah
0: yeah uh eventually you all make it up to your beds and, and get a night's sleep and you kind of come down and there's a few other uh patrons um surrounding and there's uh, couple accolades and this is a fairly large dining hall um, so there's I mean, plenty of tables open and there's probably maybe five or six that actually have people at them but these acolytes are kind of you know moving from table to table and they one of them eventually comes up to you guys and it's like um so um what information are you
1: seeking what can we find for you we are looking for a book on dragons and the Accord of Dragons, in particular.
5: Hmm.
0: Well, that's that's um, a rare uh, quest indeed. Not not much information exists from the Age of the Dragon Wars. Um. Uh, but uh, rest assured, we will we will uh, do our best to find whatever literature we can on, on this subject. And he kind of takes out a little... He takes out a little sheet of paper, um, scribbles um, something down, and kind of folds it and pops it into the air and just kind of poofs and into a little bit of dust and is gone. Says, uh, once the information has been located, it will be brought to you.
1: Okay. So, so uh, is there anything else, guys? While you're here, I mean, Eldrin, you seem to be the scholarly type, and I know Pragon. He, wherever the hell he's at, he may like to find some more information while we have the opportunity.
4: Lay down. I may uh, take a look at the the general collection if it's not too far of a walk.
0: Okay. Well, um, typically. Uh, only um, candle keep staff are allowed in the collections
4: oh it's one of those places
0: we we do not wish things to be um, misplaced so to speak he uh-huh. kind of gives Lester a little bit of an eye but he's he's not <laughs> talking purely about theft but you know I'll, People are in libraries. They grab books, but they don't always necessarily put them back in the right spot.
1: Oh yes, so we do have people that you're saying that are a little disrespectful to the knowledge.
0: Yes, <sighs> not always intentionally, but you know. And some of the some of our tomes are quite old. Yes, because. Yes. But if there's any information that you seek. I would be uh, more than happy to
1: bring some out to you okay well right, so if you want something guys, just ask is what I just heard yeah is anything you want to know um, just need a really
4: fun book yeah what, what
2: kind of collection do they
4: have regarding the Accord what's what what else is written about this
2: stuff or maybe some books on how to fight dragons Lester. Hmm?
1: Key for dragons is you have to get behind him. Keep poking him in the ass.
2: That motivates I'm, him. I'm getting nowhere near the dragon, baby. Not that's not for me.
0: <laughs> oh come on, Lester. You gotta molest the dragon.
2: Do you see me? I'm about as big as a dragon's nail.
1: You can get up in there, man. You're gonna have a good time on the inside,
2: buddy. Hey, you can get in there deep. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. That's that's you. And I slap him on the armor. That's what all this is for.
0: Shh. roses is just you shaking your
2: pockets. I show my hands. I haven't done anything yet.
0: Should we tip them upside down and just shake them?
2: <laughs> hey, you gotta catch me first.
1: That won't be hard. I think I could do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, with your stubby little legs. You're yeah. not yeah, getting far? Less than I mean, that is. Hey, you're halfling. You're small, aren't you?
2: But I'm spry. I'm very nimble.
1: Yeah. He's the perfect height for you if you're going to just sit your L on top of his head while he's at work.
0: Don't do that. Uh-huh. He might spill the L. That's that's a party foul. You know that. <laughs> We've been through this a thousand times. We've done it twice. And he hates <sighs> So Winthrop comes up and is like, "Ah, so would you all like some breakfast?"
2: Now that is something I agree with.
4: Certainly, love to start a day on a good breakfast.
1: All right, so yep. better than we did last I, yesterday, huh?
0: <laughs> so you, uh, you sit down at at one of the tables, and eventually, you know, a bunch of food is brought out. There's fruit. There's meat. Um, sweet breads. Uh, syrup, biscuits, a little bit of uh, sausage gravy, whatever whatever you like. They pretty much have, and it's, food is super good. Um, and he's like, uh, while you're waiting, there's you know after you eat, there's a lounge, or we have private rooms too. If you prefer a a, a private lounge, uh, we can set you up in one of those until you're. Your materials arrive; it should not be too long. Our librarians are all exceptionally talented. You Go to these books and look at them, private. So you take a private lounge? Is that what I'm hearing? I think it'd be better to be a private lounge than out in the open with everybody around. Yeah. All,
2: right. yeah. all right. Yeah.
0: So he leads you to one of the private rooms, and there's, you know, like a couple couches, a few, you know, nice chairs. Um, there are some uh reading materials in here uh just basically um, just talks a little bit about the history of the library and you know some of the different things that can be found here, you know, basically stuff you already know. Um a few you know there's you know Elves Weekly is there. Um, Dwarven Stonemasons, you know, standard is there. Uh, just some de- general periodicals that uh, that you can, little uh, sheaths of parchment that you can page through for entertainment. There's a few, uh, there's even one or two that sort of depict humorous situations um, and, and quotations. You know, so like a funny pages sort of, sort of thing. But yeah, and there's a, the windows open up and it's a nice breeze, you know, kind of coming through. So it's you know it's sort a of generally very pleasant um, room to, to sit in, and after an, an hour or two, um, there's a knock at the door. Who is it? It's it's I, I have some reading materials that you've requested. Oh, nice. Thank you, sir. So he he comes in, uh, assuming you open the door. He he walks in, you know, and he he plants some. Uh, one rather, you know, kind of large, dusty book on a, on a table. And just ask that you, you know, keep the book on this table. It's magically enchanted to help protect uh, the books. And, you know, again, please be gentle. You know, do not destroy them or anything. Uh, ripping out pages is, we will know if you do anything to harm the book. Um, and, you know, that's obviously bad. He just kind of laughs at him, you, know, like the "heck, you guys would do that." So then he he turns in, and he kind of gives Lester a little bit of a look, and then he walks out. <laughs> Does he shut the door? He shuts the door. Lester, look the book.
2: I'm not touching that book.
4: Well, come on, you know you want to.
2: I'm oh, kind of. So I'm kind of bored of this place anyway, so y'all can do what you want. So who's going to investigate the book? I'll crack it open. All
0: right.
4: I'll get the crack.
0: So give me a investigation or history uh, role is it in the tower.
5: All right. Um
0: so you're you're paging through this book and you find it depicts the history of Uh, A war uh, that ended in the Dragon Accords. So essentially, the gist of it is, and future Eldrin knows this, but there was portals between the Underdark and the surface world were pretty much wide open. And the races of the Underdark waged war on the surface and vice versa, to be honest. And it was going on for years. Pretty much every race was involved. Nobody was spared. You know, slaves were taken on both sides. You know, brutal attacks. And the only groups that weren't involved initially were the dragons. Because nobody wants to mess with, you know, big ancient uh, lizards. So, for the most part, they were left alone. But eventually, all this warring costs money. And people were... Uh, races and and clans were going broke so they needed to find more wealth and the wealthiest creatures on the planet of course were dragons so they started raiding their stash well this pissed the dragons off to no end and the metallic and the chromatic they all actually put their differences aside and came together and said look this has got to stop and they forced all the races to come together, and they laid out this agreement that these portals would be closed, and the keys would be created and then scattered to the lands, uh, hopefully to be lost in time. And it, you know, it goes into you know details and a lot of the arguments back and forth because the races they didn't really want to have anything to do with this. But eventually, even the most evil of creatures realized that the path that they were going down was not sustainable and they were just going to end up killing everyone or be killed and there was no end in sight. So they all ended up finally signing off and agreeing to it. And then there is a list of all the names of all the, the people who signed. And it also lists out several... Key portals or areas that were the that open up into the surface world. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's entrances scattered throughout um, the lands, but the portals sealed up. The larger ones, you know, the ones that you you could move massive amounts of people through. um, You know, key locations. So some of the most notable, you know, there's a a keep outside of or in the middle of the Elven Forest. There's oh. one in Arkendale There's one in, uh, there's a couple around the other side of the Thunder Mountains in the Cormier area. And there's even one directly close to the city of Orgelin. Um, and there's also obviously like Waterdeep and uh, on that Baldur's Gate and, you know, closer to that other side of the world, too. There's some other big ones, but you know, from, you know, being from your uh, local-centric point of view, kind of the important ones were, you know, Orgelin, obviously, um, probably the ones like in Arkendale and in Sembia, the Dalelands. Um, you're looking kind of in that area on the maps, and you see there are several that look fairly Big, important—the one in the Dale lands in particular, the the keep. Uh, it is noted that that's—it's called the Abbey of Lost Swords. Um, it kind of gets described as sort of, you know, a, a large kind of history of that's how it goes back and forth. It's been conquered and reconquered. But kind of the, the, the most notable fact is that. You know, with each conquering, the castle has been built bigger and bigger, with the intention of driving off anything that comes through that portal. Um, so there, so it kind of goes into a little bit of that, and then again, it's got the sh- you know sh- just reams of names from all the different you know races, you know everything from the Arakocra uh, all the way to Xorn. and then as you're paging through the names, the only one. If you're looking like for any of your the family names of the people here, the only two that you that look familiar is Norwood and Moonleaf. those just doing a because they're not really in any alphabetical order or really any organization it's just people sign their names so as you're kind of going through all these names you do come across those two, but none of the other family names that you notice um are present in that sheaf. Um But before you can uh, look much closer, uh, actually, before I continue, any questions on anything that I've mentioned up to
2: this point?
5: Done here.
2: Um, Pretty much it was everything that we've learned in the other And thing. some portal
4: locations.
2: And, some <laughs> and all the portal locations. I didn't get to write them all down, but... I got them. I got them. Okay. I got that. But yeah, it, it was... It was it was all of the it was pretty much what we've learned from the past but now these characters know. Okay. Right. So we don't have to And this game. is how
0: Eldrin future Eldrin knows.
2: Um we don't have to metagame.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you're you're going through that and you're trying to find more names, you know, any, any other things that you recognize or any people or anything. But and you're 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 pouring over these books for hours. Um, there, it's just it's thick. It, you know, there's lots of information to read, so the day is is starting to kind of get away from you. And as the day closes, you know, you kind of look out the window, and candle keep becomes illuminated by the light of drift globes, because there is no fires anywhere in Candle You've noticed that's the one thing i have noticed. There is no fire here. So there's drift globes scattered throughout the monastery. Suddenly, a terrible explosion booms above you. The floorboards tremble and the windows rattle. Outside you can see an unnatural bolt of crimson lightning strike down at one of Candlekeep's mini towers. You can hear, you know, people thundering past and you know, as you open the door you, you see Winthrop up and he says, You best grab your weapons and armor. This can't be good. I fucking knew it guys, I fucking knew it. No you did not. So what as would you do
2: now, Lester. All I did was take a stroll to get my bearings and this whole thing stank. <laughs> Alright, so
0: are you going to follow people outside? I'm grabbing my yeah. bow
2: and I'm following them. Yes,
0: of course. Yes, <laughs> all right. definitely.
5: definitely. definitely. Hell oh, yeah, let's so, get
0: home! So y'all kind of pour out and kind of come up into the front and you see Quinlap um, kind of in the middle of the a group of monks and he's kind of he uh, looks up and says and he kind of notices you as being armed soldiers and he goes this storm is some kind of attack we spotted rogue priests of Asmodeus outside the walls and has somehow disabled Asmodeus. many of our wards and magical defenses the wizards and clerics of keeping are busy preparing our defenses in case we must raise the great shield to repel the attackers Unfortunately, the enemy is spread out and we desperately need your help. Here's a stone, and he gives you a stone. It's a reader's throon stone and it'll allow you to communicate with me at a distance. Uh, keep this with you at all times. Inform me if you need
1: aid or wish to communicate anything to us. Now, uh, here's Craig what... On here, take this. I give it to the cleric. or to on. And so he goes, a couple
0: things are happening. Kind of the first is We've had reports of devils emerging from the Ghost Dragon Hall. It would be difficult to raise the great shield while those creatures were rampant. Uh, If they were to disable the wards against fire in Candlekeep, it could mean the destruction of vast quantities of knowledge. So if you could start there uh, and take care of those creatures. And then also in that area, there are a couple of shield runestones that we need. Uh, to be able to get the shield raised. So, if you could. By L-Death, we
1: will send the devils back.
0: He points you towards the door. Uh, he says, if you go there um, and go towards your left, then that will take you to the Great Dragon Hall or the Ghost Dragon Hall. And then the rest of the that area is where you'll find a couple of the stones. And then we'll. We'll start to keep the fight going out here. And as soon as you're done with that, I'm sure there'll be some other things that need to happen. But, oh, this is bad. This is really bad. We've never been attacked like this before. And then you start, he kind of runs off to and starts shouting commands at various library uh, monks and clerics and wizards. And So I'll, uh, Elias is going to start running towards the... Yes, Entrance I not which door it was, so I couldn't tell which door it was, but yes. So that's why I moved those guys over there. The door's unlocked, so it opens up. So it basically kind of, once you go in, there's a turn to the left. So who's leading the charge here? I am. I'll just say it. Okay. All right. And you get down there, and this opens up into a long corridor.
1: Eldath will protect me. Elias, I, dude, behind you. Nobody is following me. I am
4: going to lag behind on this one.
1: I am, so am in I. The middle. I'm in the middle.
0: <laughs> I'm staying there right at it. Well, Where's
1: my, my dwarven buddy that we should be counting numbers on how many kills we get? Where the hell is he at? Is he drunk? Right here. the table again. I'm right behind uh, Elias. Okay. About damn time you got your ass up here. I had to finish mail in
5: the
1: bag. Um, <laughs> can't no So you you right. come in here. and
0: There's some stairs and stuff, and it leads you down into a kind of in a basement area. The air is cool, and the sound of distant thunder becomes muted. And there is a, a, a weak-willed acolyte that that followed you in here, and he says that can't keeps Ghost Dragon Guardian is said to haunt this place. A few weeks ago, a young scribe named Jarvis came down here to repair the furnishings stored in these chambers. When he didn't return a search party found his body with no signs of what had killed him. Everybody believes it was the dragon.
2: Okay. This whole place stares. This
0: is going to protect me. As you come into this room a huge fog kind of fills the area and uh, makes it hard to, to see. There's fog in the room? So when you get to the fog, um, from the fog you hear a voice pierce the silence squeaking like rusty hinges. I am the Ghost Dragon of Candlekeep. Turn back unless you want to die.
4: Oh, well, that's not gonna run us
2: off. Man, that sounds shady as hell. Shut up, man. Who are you? Today seems like a good day to die. Hold up. I'm not about that. I just want to know who you are.
3: And I'm taking Lester with me.
1: So
2: <laughs> I'm
1: going to, uh... I'm going to use... the, the uh,
2: Divine Sense. Okay. And while he does that, could I have used Ear for Deceit? To see if that voice is lying to us?
0: Um... What does Ear of Deceit do?
2: Um, I want to make an insight check to determine whether what if it's a creature that's lying this um, ghost is bullshit or
0: not all right give me an insight check in the tower okay uh, and what is a theme searching for
1: uh well i'm looking for anything that's evil i mean it's, it's either evil or good with divine sense i can pick up evil or good okay. um i'm trying to let's see it's a 60 foot See until the end of my next turn, I know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within sixty foot of me. That is not behind total cover, whatever that means.
2: And the lowest I can roll is. And I can on the tell what eight. it is.
1: I can tell what type of creature it is. Sorry,
2: Lester, didn't mean to talk over you. Oh, it's okay. I'm sorry. I, I talked over you, so it's my fault. Well,
0: what was, what were you saying about your roll? The lowest I can roll is an eight. Okay. Um... You're not sure. You want to think that it's bullshit, but you know that you don't want to fuck with dragons, so... Or ghosts, for that matter. You're not (laughs) totally convinced, uh, one way or the other. Uh, You do sense... I think you do sense evil. Kind of... Mm. To the... uh, North...
1: West of you, fiend. Ah, uh, there's evil ahead, guys. I'm gonna step forward into the middle of the room. Can I um, see doors? Or
0: you can see. Uh, it looks like there's another hallway leading off the other side. This way.
5: Yep,
1: I will continue that way. All right, and it goes up. Alright, and then... Uh,
0: uh, as you come into this room, through the fog, you hear the scuffle of movement and a frantic internal incantation from a distant room. Beyond the mist is a cluttered room containing broken furnishings from a corridor on the opposite end of the room. Now, it was actually three uh, spine-covered devils emerge. You can hear more chanting
2: down the corridor beyond the creatures. Look alive, gents. We got company. Moved up right before the monsters arrived.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I guess
0: that
2: means initiative. Is Are you guys really all the way near the entrance? Fuck
1: yeah, Time man.
2: Initiative. <laughs> oh,
1: you know, for much, you might learn how to play. No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> These guys would have come in. <laughs> you
2: damn right I was going to go. Hey, come on, man. Eldath is going to protect us. No, I meant like the other ones. Uh, Krigoron and, and Eldrin. They're all the way oh. down the hall. Oh,
4: well, yeah. I'm a distance guy. <laughs> yeah, can <laughs> we're too far away. I, right. I can make it in one t- <laughs> Probably.
0: So, Elias, go first. I guess he's going to... Check Spine Devil number six. He hits him.
1: I got a minute. I need
0: to get a beer. And he does nine damage. And I got to fill up my
1: clerk's not going to do his job on this battle. Then
0: he casts Hunter's Mark, which he forgot to do ahead of time. So that's his turn because they only get one attack at these low levels. Spine Devil number three. He's going to run up. He's going to attack a Okay, he goes for a bite against a theme.
1: The hell is he I bash him and in the face with my shield. Like this
0: fork and misses. Do you have some sort of uh, retaliation?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Do I? No, I don't. Okay. And so my then, fighting style I took protection, just so you know.
0: And then Spined Devil Number Eight.
1: He's gonna run up,
0: and he's going to attack.
1: Kentek. I will do protection and impose disadvantage on him on this attack. All right. Anybody that will be my reaction that I use. So it's disadvantage on the it. first attack. I, I, I put it. Yeah, I put it. I put it on him. Okay. Well,
0: he rolled two sixteens, so wow. he still missed. And but now he's gonna come back with his fork, and he missed. These spine devils suck majorly. So now it is
2: Lester's turn.
1: Okay, Mister Lester, the child molester.
2: <laughs> um. Alright, so, I am going to, well since they're all engaged, I am just going to choose, I'll choose uh, spindable number 3. With my crossbow, I will fire. That's a 19, so I get Sneak Attack, alright, and I shall drop some damage, nice, 13, okay, and I think that's all I can do. Um. Actually, six because he resists. Oh, oh, you bastard! Um. Okay. Well, then I am probably going to sneak into the corner of the room so I can kind of see everything and leave the hallway open. And that'll be done on my turn. Oops, he was invisible,
0: oh. but he's not invisible anymore. Oh uh, crap! Spooky <laughs> dude. Sneaky dude. So Imp attacks Elfram and Elias and Emesis.
2: We got more company. So Aurora comes up here.
0: She is going to... Damn, she can't use any fire magic. Magic missile? At the Imp. Okay, so she kills the Imp.
2: Dang. That'll do.
1: I want to go ahead as my bonus action and cast Divine Favor on myself Okay To give me some radiant damage As I bring the sword As I cast Divine Favor I touch the hilt of my sword to the symbol of Eldath and then I slash down upon Spine Devil number three
5: Ooh, Hell nice. yes
1: <laughs> Yes Anything special? Nope, just a magical head. That's good damage, though. <laughs> Even though he resisted some of it, he didn't resist that Radiant. Nope. Yes, now he. you will feel the, the, the pain from Eldath, you evil creature. do no resist it, dude.
0: So spine Devil number six. He's going to attack Elias. He's an asshole. And he missed some of this fight. Nice try to stick a fork in him. And crit misses, but nothing spectacular happened. Try to stick a fork in him, but he's done. Um Eldrin, you're way out
4: of range, but Alright, I'm gonna move twice. So this is fifty-five here, and that's sixty. Oh shit, there's enemies. That's my turn. Ah, ah Are you, you here
5: commotion
4: on the other
0: side of the fog? I want do move right here. Are
2: you serious?
5: Yeah.
1: You fuck. I told you, man. I told you. Remember, hey, remember the last fight we had? This guy, man. I mean, you know, he's a limp dick.
5: Okay, held I right? was lagging
1: behind.
2: You get to go first. Well. As long as Craig stays in the back and doesn't die.
0: I don't plan to die. I'm gonna
1: stay in the back.
2: This is, uh, old Eldrin. Let's go, old
0: Eldrin.
4: Oh. Actually. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, 510 two, I'm gonna move 15 feet. And I am going to cast Burning Hands. Uh, uh you
0: are not going to cast Burning Hands,
4: cause fire- OH NO! Damn. Oh well, I might have done goof. I'm sure I've got some. Mmm. All right. Magic missile. It is. Okay. Even a
0: ray of frost or anything?
4: I do. Uh, that might be better damage. Either one. Ray of frost. There you go. Alright.
2: Oof. Not gonna end well. Well, Lester is going to take his crossbow again and aim at the Spine Devil that is attacking Athene. So, one more time. Ugh. I missed with a nine. And uh, that's all I can really do. So, yep. Good luck, guys. <laughs>
0: All right, Spine Devil number th- three. He's going to attack Athene, and he's going to miss. And Dang! Come back with his fork. This was a nineteen, and that missed. Holy crap! athene has got some armor class. All right, Aurora. Just a little bit. He... So I guess her only option is another magic missile. And she is going to take the first one at the one in front of Athene. And she drops him. And then she'll send the other two at the one fighting Elias.
3: Kentek, you are up. Okay. I'm going to crossbow. Devil 8. Nice. That is it. I'm going to activate my brute force. It essentially works like sneak attack. <laughs> <laughs> and then row my damage. It's this sneak attack
1: that you speak of Partially resisted. So anyway, I will turn and attack uh number eight. Touching my uh symbol again with the sword and I bring it down on spine devil number ooh, I missed. That figures. Okay, Craig Run.
0: Alright.
1: Actually, I was going to move. Can I do that? Yeah. Sorry. All right. I'm going to move over to here.
0: Now, would I be, with if I use Sacred Flame, would I be able to hit uh, Spine Devil 8? Kentek in the way?
1: Yeah. I will allow it. Uh, so, is he going to be a one trick pony now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, remember,
5: I'm still learning <laughs> to do this.
0: <laughs> he saved. oh But damn. Good try,
5: though. <gasps> I'm try learning.
0: That I'm learning. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, magic resistance, that's why. Yep. Um. Alright, so Spine Devil number six. He's going to fight Elias. And that is a miss. And he's going to fork him. It sounds much worse than it is. Crit miss. Ooh, and a critical fumble. Counterattack. The target hits you with a basic attack.
1: Mm -hmm. Sucks to be
4: you.
0: Elias gets a bonus, a free shot on this spine devil. Get wrecked. Which he hits with. Nice. Okay, that was very nice of him. Okay, so it's the end of his turn, and now it's Elias's turn. <laughs> so now you can whack him again, but he doesn't. His sword just uh, glances off its one of its spikes. Spine Devil number eight is going to double tail. Uh, first one's going to go in Kentek. Is he attacking He's attacking Kentek. Okay. And he's gonna fuck him up. Oof. And he's gonna do it to a theme.
2: It's a lot Uh, of damage. And misses. Alright. Let's start this round. Okay, so I am gonna take my crossbow and aim it at the one I... Let's see pretty clearly Spine Devil number eight. So let's see. I don't get like an advantage or anything, do I? Because it's engaged? No? No. I think I do. All right, I'll roll my die. I not 19 for 25. All right, so do sneak attack and drop my damage. Eat this Spine Devil. Damn you, partial resistance.
1: Do I recognize water resisting this, by chance?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um... You could... Perception check.
0: Uh, nature sight. or... Uh, sight? nature or arcana.
1: Mm, well, they both really suck! I know, You Tower. You have
0: no idea. <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Okay. You rolled a three, by the way.
5: Okay. Uh,
0: Elias gets to make another attack on this devil. And... Drops four damage to it. This damage resistance is a pain in the ass. Kregren. Your turn. Oh. You said they're resisting the magic, aren't they?
1: Some, yes.
0: Uh... But radiant,
1: they're not metagame sorry
0: yeah I, I didn't hear that so
1: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> i can't metagame that'd be just
5: wrong
1: bring the light radiant <laughs> bring the light of good
2: to this battle but you would know that because you're a cleric i'm a paladin no 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 uh Kragerin. Kragerin would know. Oh yes that. this is evil you know this
1: Oh, I'm still learning all my magic. <laughs> I am! SICK OF FLAME! <clears throat> Sick OF FLAME! <clears throat> I was thinking about doing that anyway, again, see if I one get One trick it. pony, man. One trick pony. He's still uh, successful. Damn. God. I know it's tough, man. Oh, another 18, jeez. And you could've healed somebody, too, though, if you wanted to. You could've healed Kintec. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah, I... Uh,
1: I damage. I forgot. I, I learned I'm a squishy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that hit a third of my health. Oh, shit. Squishy, boy. That's a third? All that's right. almost half of mine. Holy shit.
0: Fine devil number six takes a couple swipes at Elias, and this is both...
1: Fine devil number eight... Who's he attacking? He's going to bite... He's going to bite Eldrin. I'm putting disadvantage. I was trying to do it before you did the roll. Right. He missed anyway. I right, saw
4: so <laughs> Can't buy me.
0: He's going to 4k theme
1: for doing that. So he, he missed. Yes, I'm bringing the sword down upon this vile creature. That's a hit with an unnatural 20. Yeah, Total 20. 15. Okay, he he does not like radiant damage. I do recognize that, right? Yep, you noticed that. Yes, yes. Hold on, radiant damage is good. They do not like this.
5: Alright.
1: Okay,
0: Kentek, Kalebeard.
3: Alright, um... Crossbow again, I guess. Alright. What? Crossbow?
1: What the hell? You're in Hand of Combat! So? Uh, there's, there's a law I guess. Yeah, it's des disadvantage at five foot. Really? It is.
4: Yeah.
0: Unless Jesus she has that Christ. one Christ. one ability.
4: Jesus, were you I even paying yeah, attention to one of school?
3: <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm, tra- I'm trying I'm trying to remember because Rorin had that oh, one. Alright, right, alright, I'll, I'll do battle then. Just I'll ignore that hit.
1: What 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 thing there you go, man? Damn, yeah. are
3: Yeah, but I have thirty health total. <laughs> I'm nice. not getting in the front.
1: <laughs> it's dead. Dude, dude. We're only third level. You too, squish.
3: One hit, okay. I was a third of the way
1: dead. I, I only have twenty eight. That's 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 the challenge at this level. Yes. <laughs> Come on, yeah, so I'm gonna stay you're front line fighter with me. Yo, you're front line fighter with me.
0: Alright, um... Uh, nice damage, by the way. Seeing how the battle's going, Aurora's gonna hold her. turn. her.
4: More Ray of Frost.
0: That is a hit. From across the room.
2: Pew, and pew! Ray, and you nice, Ray! Nice! Good
0: job!
2: Alright. I will immediately search the bodies.
0: Hey Kenta, do you need some healing?
2: You don't belong in this world! Die, monster! (laughs) Hold on, baby, let me search them real quick.
0: Yeah, they're just devils, they don't have anything.
2: That's some bullshit, whatever, do what you want.
0: (laughs) Alright. And then there is a hallway in the north-east corner. Yeah. Do you need some healing real quick? No, apparently I'm
3: fine.
1: (laughs) 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 Way to suck it up. Man, you're you're a sassy little (laughs) fucker. I'd
3: rather be drinking ale.
0: (laughs) Alright, drink that stupid ale then. I was going to heal you. I was going to be decent for once. Sassy little dwarf. should be happy. At least I'm trying.
5: <laughs>
0: I'm loving this, mother. I see.
2: Let's keep on going. This whole thing stinks to high heaven. I want to get out of here. All right. So you. That does not All look right. good. <laughs> so <laughs> when you,
0: looks... you kill the devils, you kill the imp. You walk in this room, and in this empty chamber, a human male in purple robes stands before an ominous-looking summoning circle. You're too late, he cries, clutching a dagger, apparently ready to spill blood to perform the ritual. Before he could do so, the chamber is filled with a chill breeze. A set of spectral jaws rises through the floor, enveloping the cultist, who squeals and falls to the ground dead, and the glow from the summoning circle subsides. The jaws turn towards you, and you hear a disembodied voice say, Hello! Uh, hello? Hello. Hey.
1: My name is Miriam. Miriam. Hi, Miran.
0: I used to be a a dragon.
1: Fly through
0: the sky.
1: Oh. What kind of dragon were you, Miran?
2: Big one. Why are
1: chromatic? you here, baby? Were you a chromatic uh, dragon?
0: Ah, uh, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Big flying through the sky.
1: Well, what, what, what? Why are you here now? There's now. There's
0: danger, danger, danger. This man who was doing evil in the library. I could not allow that to happen.
1: But where is he? We'll take care of him. He's dead. Oh. So, we're good, right? Well, this
0: man is dead. But there's more evil. Oh. The shows of Asmodeus is on his way. Much danger. Where? And her eyes kind where? of glaze over. And she he? starts talking about great, great... Danger threatens the entire world. Great danger is coming. Great danger.
1: Where, where's where's Asmodeus's champion? We and, must fight like him. And your
0: eyes are still like just like gloss. and just saying, you know, talks about uh, the the apocalypse coming, the rage coming. We're here to help prevent that. What can you help? What can you tell us? It's
1: coming. What's coming? The the queen is coming. The queen. The queen is coming. Then the the dark one. The the dark the, the
0: the the Lord of Dark. The he's he's not here, but his his touch his his evil will touch some of this place, and then with that the the form of the jaws just kind of fizzled back into the floor
1: did you did you did you guys get that? I turn around and look behind the rest of the group hiding in the room behind me. Oh God I got that but I L-pad don't know will protect you. Trust me.
0: There's just everybody in front of me. I can't come.
2: I'm going to overlook that statement. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I got what that, that mouse said. Um, That's really confusing. And can we just go and get what we're supposed to and get out of here? Because this is
1: real creepy. Well, Asmodeus' chosen one is coming. We need to find him and dispatch him.
2: I we supposed to get a stone out of this room? The stone wasn't
0: in this room. This was... Uh, your, the goal here was to kill this acolyte. Oh. Which already happened for you. But there's other parts of this chamber or this area.
2: Well, we killed this guy, so we should keep going. Okay. Uh...
1: Well, I'm moving. You guys are the ones hanging back. To Y'all can just, you know, whatever. I'm looking for this Asmodeus chosen one. Is that stairs? Is this stairs right here? Uh no, nope. you have to basically go back out the way you came in. Is this all just uh? You know, there's this is just one room right here. And this is it. Yep, that's it's
0: just cool. one room.
1: Oh, we gotta go back oh. to here. Yep.
5: Let's
4: all
1: right, let's go, go back. back. Let's go back, guys. Come on. Let's roll. We have any females? Oh, uh, Aurora's a female. But yeah. Okay. Oops. And please, please Doing come the with wrong us. guy. She's uh, she's fine with the term guys.
0: She's just one of the fellows. She doesn't care.
2: What's up, y'all?
5: <laughs> one of the guys.
0: You know, Lester it must really suck to look up to all of us all the time.
2: Not all the time. Well, I hate
0: yeah. looking down on you all the time. So,
2: <laughs> for a cleric, you're kind of a dick.
1: Yes. Yes, I've been um, called that a few times. So the other one at that.
0: <laughs> so find the so, there's another acolyte that's. Or the same guy, he's kind of been following you along. So you you lead the chambers, uh, lead you to a lofty chamber. Arrayed around the room are four huge or four large vases. While in the center is a dry fountain. Rising from the basin is a 20-foot tall pillar carved to resemble a pair of arms and open hands. Some 10 feet above uh, the Hands is a Levitating Stone Book.
4: Huh. Levitating Stone? Hey, hey Lightfingers,
1: you want to go get that book? I know you want to.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, how tall is
2: it again? <laughs> oh, come on. You can climb? Jeez. Is it like, is it like wet? or something? You said a fountain? It's not like wet or is it's it? It's dry. Like... No, it's dry. Okay. I'll just kind of kick up there? If I can, like, climb up it?
0: Okay, give me a, uh, athletics or acrobatics check. I'll do that for sure. 100%. Um,
2: but yeah, I've rolled my thing.
0: Alright, so you climb up there. Okay, when you inspect the book, Uh uh, you realize that it cannot be physically opened. Right.
2: Can it be moved? It can be. It seems to resist it, but it, it, you can. All right. All right, guys. So this book, um, I don't think I can open it, but I might be able to move it. So, get try. And I put my hands on it. I pull it. my sword and pull my shield up and get in a very
1: defensive position as he does that, looking up at that.
0: I'm gonna get a little bit closer.
1: Put
2: my hands on it and try and
1: pull I'd like it. I have my dwarf buddy up here beside me.
3: <laughs> Alright.
1: You're a fighter, right? What
3: kind of, what kind of book did you say it was? Oh yeah, can I read it?
2: No, you couldn't open it.
3: No, you couldn't open it.
2: Like nothing on the cover or anything? Or the spine? Nope. Okay.
3: You said didn't you say it was made out of something? Did you say it was stone?
0: Yeah, the st- the book is me the stone.
3: Oh, can I oh. can I uh, inspect it? Um, sure. Um, do like a, uh, you know, look and see if I can kind of tell maybe like what the origin is of the stonework. Yeah, give me a uh, ins-
0: uh, nature or.
3: Well, I'm using stone cutting, which is my trait which says when you are making an intelligence or or a history check related to the origin of stonework I'm considered proficient in history skill and add double your proficiency bonus to the check
1: okay in other words what it boils down to is you can uh, do like a uh, intelligence check which would add your proficiency times two so your proficiency would be plus four you get plus intelligence check
2: I've never There's seen that being used.
1: I think, what was the other one you could do? Uh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> well, you had plus four on that, not plus one. You had plus four. Yeah, so well,
3: it's a seven probably not gonna. <laughs> not gonna help. <laughs> well, I, tr- yeah. I tried, guys. <laughs> I tried to use my character skills.
2: I've never seen it used before, <laughs> like ever. Um, and there's no, there's no markings on the book at all.
0: There is no markings on the book.
2: I was trying to see if like my eye for detail might, um, be used. The make a wisdom perception check to spot any hidden objects. Nah, or, or, uh, make an intelligence check to, uh, check... Uh, To uncover decipher clues. I don't know if that would be useful here. Well, it might be. To figure out why it's just levitating. Right? I can make Um, I I don't know.
0: Everybody give me a perception check. Mm. Uh, You want in the tower? Yes, please. Tower. Lester and... Kriggerin. you... Well, Lester, I guess, because Kriggerin's too far down the hall. Um, I'm not that far
1: down the hall. Oh, you're hiding. Jesus, get over it.
0: <laughs> right, I'll, I'll let you see it from a distance. Uh, you do notice there is a... Somewhere along the, the dry fountain, there is a... Um, there's a... Inscription... And it says, And the four did travel to Lush Pool Long, whose ensorcelled water returned Fountain Song. Or nurtured Fountain. Sorry. So, and the four did travel to Lush Pool Long, whose ensorcelled water nurtured Fountain Song.
5: Uh...
0: Which the... The acolyte who's with you, oh, so is. That, <laughs> um, there is a lush pool, um, not far from here. You just go off that side corridor to the to the east. It'll take you to
2: it. Hmm. All right. So uh, we should get this lush pool of water. Yes. Come on down, down here, to
5: I'll hop down. Y'all, y'all
0: three stay in front. I'll be in behind.
2: Um, we know. Did you
1: say there's there's vases here? Yep, there are four vases. Pick them up. Can we pick okay. them up? Sure can. I right, pick them up.
0: Y'all did. So. And I I will
1: mark them based on which one was in what spot, like one, two, three, four.
0: Okay so you you can haul ass um to the to the pool and you can scope the water out um you bring it back and you fill it in back in this dry fountain yes and it oh and hear sort of a music um kind of come out of the, the pool and the water fills water expands to fill the fountain which begins to flow once more splashing upon the pillar Uh, lush pool's waters begins to sing as the hands of the pillar grow reaching out grasping the stone book and then spread like a blooming flower to open the large stone tome and within that tome is a shield runestone you can grab
5: that we grab that okay Ooh, shiny. So then...
0: There's also a hallway going off the other side. Oops, I the wrong one. Okay.
2: Alright, let's go, guys.
0: So as you make your way towards this area, an acolyte hurries up to you, wiping blood away from his head (laughs) and from a head wound with the sleeve of his robes. My name is Restov. I was told by First Leader Quinlap to find you. He
1: says, "Invaders invaded the sh- an area of the shrine. I will lead you there." Uh, let's go. Can I insight check him as I say that?
0: Um. Go ahead. You you almost think that maybe he's not telling you the full truth, but then you do. You kind of chalk it off to the fact that he's got a head wound, and you know that maybe he's just not totally,
1: um, you know, talking normal. So, with the, the fact is, my spider senses kind of went off a little bit. I, I'm going to be cautious for an ambush. It brings you into a, a area with a wide hall lined with closed doors.
0: Each set of doors has a small window um, where you can look through to view the monk sleeping cell behind or beyond. On the north wall of the main chamber stands a shrine where a stone book rests. In front of the altar is the corpse of an acolyte. Oh dear, says Rostov. The invaders must have already been here. Let us hope they didn't get that stone. Quickly, this way. Uh, Rostov hurries to the altar uh, beside the body of the acolyte. It's necessary to recite the words on the scroll to make the book open. Um, Rostov says, you will need to be in front of the altar uh, when you recite the words.
1: Who's good at reading scrolls?
2: Definitely not me. I know
1: my letters. Oh. I'm a need a New member. Alright. Uh, investigation check? Eldrin. Or. Can I just we, read? We, the words? we need to go in front of the altar up here.
0: Should we all just go up there?
1: Uh, move up a little closer, but some stay back. I will go with Eldrin.
4: For like ancient script for whoever reads this shall immediately explode.
1: Oh, that's why I'm going with you to give you the protection of Eldath.
2: Let me say, a good thirty, 30 feet far. away. <laughs> Lester, shit. <laughs> this guy. Do you
0: suddenly think this guy is totally full of shit? Where is he at? Okay, so as you start reading the scroll, um, you you see this guy start to come up it looks like he's going to try to attack you as soon as or that's what Lester sees he sees this guy like pulling out like a a dagger or a blackjack or something out of his robe it looks like he's about to waylay Eldrin
2: well I'm going to shoot him (laughs) if I see something fishy because I've been on on high alert this this entire freaking time I've been here I'm just going to shoot this guy and ask questions later
0: alright take a spray shot if right. You hit, you'll get sneak attack. Ooh. I'm
1: just
4: minimizing. Can own you advance on a
1: roll since he doesn't know it's coming? I still hit. Yeah, but critical. Throw sure. another just just to see if you got a crit. Okay. Nope. No. Okay. So sneak
2: attack. I said not so fast, baby. That's <laughs> better.
4: And then your afro pops
2: out. <laughs> 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 My arrow pierces his back. And
0: he goes, oh, oh and then all of a sudden everyone else is um aware. And
2: what the fuck? This guy's full of shit. Kill him. I smell the okay, shit. So everybody's all initiative. Yeah and... Oh god, mine's worse. <laughs> oh wait, now I gotta plus four, never mind. Eldrin. Alright, let's you this guy right behind you. Alright.
4: Oh I'm gonna fucking nuke this dude. Uh I am going to cast Firebolt. Can I use Firestone?
0: Nope, no fire.
4: Alright. Ray of Frost it is. Nope.
0: Disadvantage.
4: Oh disadvantage? Shit. Let me roll it again. Well I guess I can just roll it again and we'll take the Yeah, Yeah, just roll it again. <laughs> 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 shit <laughs> alright does anything happen your knee
0: pops your oh, hyper extend no. awkwardly you are now gimp uh, you have foot, quarter movement speed and cannot charge for 7 rounds <laughs> you never charge anyway
4: oh my gosh I'm, I'm gonna be the charging wizard now
1: and I'm beside Eldrin. I'm going to do my protection and impose disadvantage. This okay. Dude,
0: start with. So his first attack, he's going to attack
1: Eldrin. And he will hit Eldrin. Fuck. Right. That was with yeah. disadvantage, by the way. Oof. Da. May, hey, could have been a crit. Be happy. He does, he
0: does three damage. And then he's going to dagger at him again.
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter, He's Eldrin going, can't stab, die. Step, step,
4: step,
0: step. Yeah, hits another one for nineteen. Yeah, and that will be.
2: Ugh, boy, six more piercing damage. Damn, half health. Okay, Eldrin can't die, but he might die. <laughs> Snake, you've created a time paradox. <laughs> Aurora,
0: she is. Going to magic missile this guy it's really all she can do i did not pick her spells very well
2: oh yes yeah.
0: <laughs> he is going to he's gonna run up to this guy put his hunter's mark on him and he's gonna attack him and he hits him hard and he kills him nice all right so you finish, unbeknown or unnoticed during all the commotion of the combat, you did finish the incantation, and the book opens, and you now have the second of the two uh, gems that you needed. Nice. So then you kind of hear a frantic call over your your stone to you know, come back out to the courtyard.
2: Do we recognize the voice?
0: It's Quinn, Quinn Lap, or whatever the hell is. There. <laughs> there?
5: Okay. Yep. So y'all
0: run out, and you hand off, you hand off the stones. As you do so, you you hear on to the the west of you just a huge commotion. I don't know, like stone ripping buckling, blowing up, whatever you wanna call it. then um, you just see just creatures
3: come rushing in.
2: Well, seems that day is just getting started.
5: Woo woo
3: You guys ready for a fight to the death? Goblin fifty nine, holy shit.
5: God
0: Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. There's not a fifty nine goblin, I
3: was like, <laughs> Brian.
5: <laughs>
3: Brian, we all going to die anyway, right? Let's let's take a step back.
0: Goblin 35,
2: 59. Yeah. are you sure Eldrin doesn't have fire? <laughs>
0: I would have thought he'd be have fire since you know he's with us. Yeah. You know. Well, he has fire. I can't use it. Can't use it here.
2: Uh, Alright, so you see it's a it's four... spell guys over the candle keep. Oh yeah, no fire in the library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Yep. Four ogres
0: like ten hobgoblins and fifteen goblins.
2: Holy
5: sh Damn pouring out. Oh, well, boys, and... it's been fun
0: fight with y'all. You see there's like a bunch of a bunch of the monks and stuff, they're, they're all rushing in. They're they are meeting these guys. And... Alright, so what are you guys going to do? Uh-huh. Run away! As you're kind of pondering, one of the ogres, he starts, he charges, he breaks through.
1: Son of a bitch, um,
2: shit! I charge him. <laughs> stop him, right? We're gonna stop him in his tracks. And I, I let loose an arrow. Like, I can't, like... Let our party.
1: But I'm still looking for the chosen one. That's what I was looking for. I right,
0: it. You don't see the, the chosen one, so... Um,
1: oh, well, this will do, then.
0: So everybody roll initiative?
1: Okay, so... <laughs>
0: Lester gets to go see, I
1: always want to do the count number, man. I was trying to do that with <laughs> you. She want to stand in the back.
3: <laughs> I can count with my crossbow. No, All you right. can't. <laughs> You're a dwarf, man.
5: That's only a lot
2: <laughs> of man. All right. Would this ogre be considered But engaged? my fighting
3: style is archery.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Heavy armor. Interesting. That's weird. Um, would this ogre be considered engaged?
0: Yes, he'd be considered engaged.
2: Sweet. All right. He's very Firing. happy. Oh, the
0: love of his life. Well, his lover's about to be a widow. Fire arrow. Okay, that was Elfram's voice.
2: Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This lover's about to be a widow, baby.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Don't hate (laughs) me, Huggy.
2: Alright, doing damage. Ugh, that's terrible. Or 12, and that's my turn. Okay. Alright. Aurora. I want, to, I want to trade characters. I want to be him from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a third level? <laughs> I just want to change Elfram's entire personality. Well, he could have a change of heart. <laughs> or lobotomy. I don't know. Well, maybe, he, maybe this you know. is how he turns as he
1: turns to the Occult of Saluni.
2: <laughs> and turn into a creeper. Alright, right, so she's turns into ability Williams.
0: She's going to shoot a ray of enfeeblement.
5: Oh shit. Bugger. But now
0: she
1: hit. What? Yeah, they have shitty armor classes. Don't complain. I'm
4: gonna
3: be dead by the time it's my turn. <laughs>
4: Rest in pepperonis.
0: Wait. All right, so we're just gonna kill a couple goblins here. The goblin with the rip top vest—he's gonna live. What just happened?
2: The monks are whooping their ass. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and fight with all these guys. This is not a prison scene.
1: Okay. Like, <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah. laughs> <My> dear lord.
1: <laughs> uh, Again, I'm going to add my the might with this roll. Try to get. Oh hell yeah! What a fucking roll that was! Twenty-six out of twenty-seven max. That is awesome. (laughs) I wanted to get rid of him, and I didn't. Though that's what sucked. But that's okay. He's hurt. Yeah, you hit him hard. Um. Okay. Eldath shows the light. Okay, Eldrin, it's your turn. All right. Uh, holy shit! They're so far away.
4: Uh. Okay, that
5: ogre's not dead yet. So you're still uh, you're
0: limping big time. You're All right. Leaning heavily on your staff.
4: So half speed, right?
0: Quarter speed.
4: Whoa, shit.
1: <laughs> now, All right. Well, You're for probably a Chlor- still around. Chloric could take care of you, but you know, I'm just, unfortunately, I'm not sure our chloric knows how to take care of people that are hurt.
4: All right, well, I'll move five feet. Let's we'll see. Ya. And I'm going to cast Ray of Frost this ogre, because so I believe it has a 20 foot range.
5: All right, you hit him.
0: Eight. When you do eight damage. You 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 freeze him good. He's real cold. Elias is gonna run up. He's gonna help you out there. Take a big old slash his knee and miss him. Ooh, the goblin with the offensive walk. He's gotta he's gotta live. I don't know what an offensive walk is, but
4: is he like flopping his dog every time he takes a step? He's like pelvic I think so.
0: Yep, he's got he's like grasping it and he's like doing a thrust. <laughs> like, hey, you
4: fuck off man. Come on. Just imagining Gene Simmons. Oh exactly. god.
0: Or Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like oh, that.
0: So I'm standing online in the bank.
5: <laughs> <laughs> or in the be, library.
0: Okay, Greg ran. Craig grin, sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Alright, I'm going to move up. Then I am going to Sacred Flame him. Oh, he failed. He Ooh, failed. Damage. You get the
5: damage. Yay!
0: Yeah. So I just use the attack, pull that on the tag, or no, damage.
1: damage. Damage.
5: Oh, yeah!
1: Four Whee! damage.
0: Next up is the Hobgoblin with the first smelling handlebar mustache. <laughs> oh my god okay. <laughs> these are great <laughs>
2: I love the names did you write these Brian? what are these no
0: from? it's uh it's a, a, a add-in you can do that it gives like the descriptors, so instead of just saying goblin 15 all the time that's oh, that's,
2: awesome. that's awesome I need you this for every single I'm time.
0: I'm a
4: fan of this I need all of this
0: all right Kentek.
3: Okay. Uh, my trusty crossbow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two ogre you're one. crazy dwarves everywhere. Oh, uh,
2: yeah.
3: Wow. Well, take down an ogre. At least you're
2: pretty, pretty good ahead. with
0: it. <laughs> Nothing special, just double damage.
3: And you feel. the God. By 20. <laughs> Nothing special.
4: Nothing fancy. All right, so
0: you you kill the ogre, and just as about as you do that, you hear from the distance a whooshing sound.
2: No uh. whoosh. Oh, whooshy, no whooshy whooshy whoosh.
0: And it gets louder, and you hear roaring. And as you look up, you see a a large blue dragon appear out of the sky and rocketing towards you. Fear fills your loins, especially one of you gets really frightened.
5: <clears throat>
0: um and he happens to uh in his robes kind of as he's kind of scrunched over, he discovers his scroll and the dragon swoops closer you the son of a sir. bitch, Eldrin! And Aurora screams at you. Malin and Diabrus must know what we've learned.
4: Go back to them. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my uh, magic little scroll that Diabrus gave me and uh,
5: activate it.
0: Okay. All right, so you quickly read the scroll as this, as this dragon comes roaring to the. The castle and he kind of rears up at the last second taking a big inhale of breath and just as he's about to spit you blink out of existence and lightning shoots out but before it can like crash down upon you all the a, a force shield of pure magic energy uh, covers the the keep and all of those inside it, Who intended the the keep the library harm instantly die? So you know the 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 poor freshly um, smelling handlebar mustache hobgoblin is now dead.
3: No dragon
0: lightning you hits it and just dissipates uh, around it, and he tries it again, and he tries clawing at it and biting at it, and nothing seems to work. And he's, he's enraged and screaming about you know, smelling the blood and that which must not be opened shall not be opened. So he roars a couple more times and in frustration, he, he flies off. Eldrin, as you re- reading, as you read the scroll, and you blinked out, and you blink back, you're no longer in the, in Kendal Key. You're not back at the Beaver School. You're not exactly sure where you are. You can reach us by email at darkroadtravels at gmail.com or on the internet at www.darkroadtravels.podbean.com on Facebook at Dark Road Travels and on Twitter at Dark Road Travel. You can also watch us live usually every other Wednesday 7 p.m. Central Time at www.twitchtv slash darkroadtravels. Malin and Indebrus are are sitting in 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 the study. Malin's looking at the he pulls out the scroll that Deibrus had given him. And he looks at it and it's like um Diabris, uh, something on the scroll doesn't look quite right. That symbol there, it's upside down. What what? What are you talking about? And he looks at it and it's like, "Oh, Yeah, fuck.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) What uh... (laughs) the? And we fade to black.
2: (laughs) Son of a bitch. And Eldrin hits his head on the stone now. (laughs) So that makes sense. (laughs) Checks out.